0: The summer before my final year in college, I was really hurting for money and didn't know what I was going to do. My parents didn't have any extra money and I couldn't find a job for the summer, no matter what I did. It just wasn't working out for me. I was sitting in a coffee shop with a few of the girls from one of my classes that had just finished. I only knew a couple of them The rest, I knew them to see them, but I didn't know them well. I was sitting there upset, not knowing what to do. When most of them left for one reason or the other, it was just me and another girl sitting there I didn't know well. She asked me why I looked so down, and I told her I was upset at not finding anything to earn money at for the summer. Her name was Liza, and she was an attractive girl. Always nicely dressed. She certainly didn't look like she was hurting for money, ever. I'd noticed her nice car, her always manicured nails, and expensive shoes. I just assumed she had a rich father. How open minded are you? she asked me as she looked around to make sure no one could hear us talking. I thought it an odd question, but replied honestly I'm pretty open minded. Why do you ask? Well, I don't go around telling the other girls what it is I do for a job on the side, but it pays well. Most of my time is free and it's not boring. I can lounge around the house and make good money. My curiosity was piqued, to say the very least. I was getting desperate for money and told her so. Please tell me what it is. I won't tell the other girls, I promise, I said. I work as an erotic phone actress, she said in a low voice. The place I take calls for is always looking for new girls. The business has a high turnover. Most girls can't take it and don't last more than a night or a week. It's really not for everybody, she stated matter-of-factly. I'd never thought about something like this. When I thought of adult entertainment, I thought of strippers or porn stars or hookers. Talking on the phone didn't really enter my mind. This place I work for, it's not like other services, she trailed off. I wondered what that meant, but she quickly looked at her watch and scribbled a name and number on a napkin and pushed it towards me. This is the owner's info. Give her a call and tell her Liza recommended you. And remember, not a word to the other girls. My family would not understand, and some of those girls' parents know my parents. You understand? She said as she got up and grabbed her purse and walked towards the door. I had a ton of questions I wanted to ask her, but she'd left in such a rush. I'd not had time to ask them. And even though I knew her to see her, I didn't have a number to call her at or ask her how to get in touch with her to talk about this further. I walked back to my apartment, thinking about this. I went to the fridge and opened the door. Nearly empty, except for some condiments, diet pop, and some fruit. Less than $20 in my purse. I really didn't know what else to do. I'd never known any phone sex operators, or as she'd called herself, an erotic phone actress before. I couldn't exactly call up some friends and ask them if they knew anyone in this line of work. I was certain they didn't, or else they would have gossiped and speculated about it. I took the rumpled napkin out of my purse and looked at what she'd written on it. There was a toll-free number and the name Joan on it. It was nearly 10 p.m., but I thought this Joan person would likely be up, so I nervously picked up the phone and called the number. It rang a few times before this sultry voice answered, and I nearly hung up. Hi, um, my name's Molly, and a girl I know named Liza Gave me your name and number. I really need a job, I said matter-of-factly. Ah, yes, Liza. She's one of my best girls. Did she explain to you, all involved? She questioned. No, we barely spoke, but I told her how bad my financial situation is right now. I'm in college, the same as Liza. My parents don't have much. Until I graduate, in a year and hopefully get a full-time position. Things are pretty grim for me. Oh, I shouldn't be telling you this. I've just been so upset. I'm desperate, really. I've never done anything like this as a job. Would you at least give me a chance? I pleaded. Yes, dear. I can give you a chance. I'd like you to come see me tomorrow. Do you have time tomorrow afternoon so we can talk for a while? maybe an hour or so, and we can discuss all that's involved in this, she said. Oh, thank you. Yes, I will be there when you'd like me to be. Thank you so much for the opportunity, I said with total sincerity. Is there anything else, Liza said to you, about anything, she questioned. All she said was that she made a pretty good paycheck, and yours wasn't like other services, whatever that means, but I don't know anything about any services, so I can't even begin to imagine what she was referring to, I answered. Oh, I see. Well, there she is correct. We can talk about it tomorrow. How is 4 p.m.? My house is at 409 Wilson Drive. You know where that is, dear, she asked. Yes, I know the area. I'll see you at four tomorrow then. Thank you again, I said before hanging up. The next day, I was nervous when it was time to go to this Jones house for this interview. I just told myself there was no option. I'd looked for work. Nothing had panned out. I had to give this a shot. Her house was around a 20-minute walk from my apartment. I didn't want to waste what little I had on bus fare, so I decided to just walk. It wasn't that far, so I just walked. I went up to her door and knocked and was greeted by an attractive middle-aged lady who seemed very casual and invited me in. I sat down in the living room and was a bit surprised to see another younger lady there. This is my assistant, Amy. She does all sorts of things for me, dispatches calls, helps with the website. See, even though girls like Liza happen to be in my same city here, most of the girls who take calls are thousands of miles from us here, all over North America. I have a few dozen girls all over the states and Canada that do calls. There's someone on around the clock. We have a very exclusive service here. Liza was right. This isn't like other services, Joan said cryptically. Do you have any experience with this sort of job at all? Even personal experience with phone sex? With a boyfriend or anything? she asked. No. I've had a couple of boyfriends, but they were all in town, so I wasn't away from them. I never needed to have phone sex with them, I replied honestly. I have always written, though. I've even written some erotic stories in the past. No one but my boyfriends ever saw them, though. But I'm open-minded and not got any hang-ups or anything, I said. Her assistant Amy was working away on the computer the entire time, not really looking over at me or paying me much mind one way or the other. Well, I've been in this business over 20 years now. I started out doing calls myself, and I still have a few long-term clients I talk to. But I got into the business side of things around 10 years ago and have done well with it. I have a son that lives with me. I try and be discreet about things around him to do with the business. He knows what I do, but we don't talk about it. He's nearly off to college. We cater to a more exclusive group. Of mail callers than your average service or platform company does. We charge a premium price and have a long minute minimum to attract only the serious and high-end clients. This is no $0.99 a minute, 10-minute minimum place. We charge $5.99 a minute and have a 30-minute minimum. These men have money. They are looking for an intelligent woman to converse with and have a genuine experience with. I understand how it is with most women in this business. It is just that, a business. They are not working to masturbate and get off with random strangers all day on the phone. Most people do not understand that, and it's very laughable, frankly. (laughs) The longer you are in this business, the longer you will see the stereotypes and the misconceptions that are surrounding it. Many people genuinely believe most women doing this are some kind of nymphomaniacs masturbating all day for nickels and dimes, she explained. This is a different type of service. For that price, and you get two-thirds of the money for each call unlike most other places where they take anywhere from 50 to 80%. For the price these men are paying, we do guarantee them a genuine experience. Because of this, and because of how much money you will be making, you only get a call or two a day. But that's usually going to be a couple of hundred dollars a day for you, she stated. My jaw dropped. That kind of money I never dreamed of. My mind whirled at all my tuition costs covered. Some savings, car repairs, a full fridge, and new clothes. Now, before I take you on, I really have to make sure that you will be right for this position and what these men want. Normally, as I said... Most of my girls are far away, and I've never met them in person, like you and Liza, so they have to do phone interviews, Joan said. What do you want me to do? I questioned, almost afraid to ask, but knowing I needed that money and how close I was to having an opportunity to get it. I knew no matter what was asked of me, that I was going to have to go along with it. There were no options. Why don't you come downstairs with me and I'll show you the telephony equipment and all the stuff that goes into this sort of operation. Amy, come with me, will you, dear? She asked. Amy got up silently from her desk and I followed Joan and Amy followed me down a flight of stairs. a nicely finished basement. There were more computers, a desk, some equipment laid out on some tables. It all looked like a fairly normal setup. Now, my dear, you may be a bit surprised, but as I said, I must know that you are going to be what these men will be happy with on the phone. I need to hear you have an orgasm. I said these men call for a genuine experience, and I told you how much they are paying. It must be real. They will know if it is not, and I will hear of it, and you would be terminated. Many men are satisfied with simulated orgasms, and they call knowing it's all acting at other services, and that's fine, but this service is different. Are you okay with this? She asked me, looking into my eyes, searching for a reply. I opened my mouth to speak, but nothing came out. I was so shocked at her statement that she needed to hear me come. I'd just met this woman like a half hour before, and she expected this? I didn't know whether to walk out or just go with it. I kept thinking of the money, and I decided I had to just get through this. I looked around to see where she expected me to do this. Was she going to watch, or just listen? I had no idea what was about to happen, yet I didn't feel afraid. She seemed very professional and not in the slightest bit creepy. But I wasn't happy with this and felt to get this position, to get the money I needed, I just had to do it. I couldn't believe Liza hadn't told me about this. Maybe she knew if she had, I wouldn't have even come here. So, you want me to masturbate in front of you? Or what exactly is going to happen here? I asked. Don't look so worried, dear. It's not unpleasant, I promise you. You are free to stop at any time or leave anything you wish, Joan said. Now, take off your skirt and panties and lean back against the desk there behind you, she instructed. Reluctantly, I removed them and stood there, my buttocks semi-sitting on the edge of the desk behind me. Amy, the assistant, had disappeared for a few minutes, but she had returned and was kneeling on the floor in front of me. She'd lowered the lights and was sitting there with a bottle of lube in her hands. She looked up at Joan, and Joan extended her hand towards her, and Amy placed a dollop of lube on her boss's fingers, and then I was told to relax. I placed my feet apart. I just wanted to get this over with. I felt embarrassed and humiliated and wanted to leave, but I had to get this job. So I stayed and did what was asked of me. Amy had put some lube on her fingers as well and reached up and opened my labia, exposing my clit gently. I'd never been touched by a woman and I didn't know what to say or do other than stand there and stare at the wall as this bizarre and humiliating interview commenced. Joan then reached forward and with a touch as soft as a feather, started encircling my clit. It wasn't unpleasant, but I didn't want this to be happening and was only allowing it to for money, or rather the opportunity to make money if I passed this little test here. Close your eyes, my dear. Think of a handsome young man doing this to you. Relax and let yourself go, she coaxed. I did as I was told, closed my eyes and just tried to focus on the sensations which as i said were not altogether unpleasant the light circles with the soft lubed fingertip on my clit with amy below holding my shaved lips open were starting to feel nice actually i could feel my nipples hardening against my will as I lost myself in the sensations. I felt Amy's fingers let go, and now my wet, lubed pussy lips were around Joan's fingers, and I could hear slight squishing sounds as she manipulated my clit expertly. She dipped her fingertips into my pussy, teasingly slow, and dragged the juices, which were now flowing, up over my stiffened clit and pussy lips. My breathing quickened, and it felt so good. I masturbated myself, of course, but there's nothing quite like someone else's fingers doing the work for you. Her fingers worked a bit faster now, And in spite of myself, I was very aroused. I heard a slight noise and opened my eyes. It was dim, but I could see a door cracked open a few inches into an adjoining room and saw a teenage boy stroking his cock, watching me get my pussy rubbed. I was shocked, yet aroused. I assumed this was her son and that he'd likely spied like this a few times on these interviews. I could see his cock hard in his hand as he rubbed the head of it, smoothing his slippery pre all over his dick. It's funny how our bodies can betray us like this. Doing things with people we don't want to be doing them with, but becoming excited nonetheless. I didn't want to let myself come, not from a woman, not like this. Yet I could feel myself getting closer and closer to orgasm. And I started to actually buck my hips forward and push against her fingers. It felt so good. I couldn't stop myself. No one had ever used their fingers like this on me before and I was getting very close. I was clutching the edge of the desk I was leaning against as Joan used her fingers even harder on me until I couldn't take it anymore and came and moaned and cried out loudly and stood there having my orgasm, a very powerful one that left me panting like some bitch in heat. As she continued to rub my dripping pussy slowly. I glanced over and saw the teenager through the door, biting his lip to keep quiet and then coming right after I did, the cum shooting out of his cock and squirting. I felt embarrassed and didn't know what to say as I stood there catching my breath, wet and looking over her shoulder at her son watching me and grinning from his secret hiding place. I think it's safe to say you have passed the audition, my dear. You have very pleasing sounds that I know my clients will like. Do you think you would be able to take a couple of calls a day and really orgasm for these men? Remember, it is for a good deal of money, she reminded me. Yes, I can do it, I stated matter-of-factly. There's a bathroom right through there for you to clean yourself up in, dear, Joan said as she pointed to a different door than I'd seen her son hiding behind. I gathered up my skirt and panties and went in there to clean up and put them back on. When I emerged a few moments later, Joan told me to go upstairs and give my information to Amy and she'd be emailing me the instructions later that night to log in with. I went upstairs and gave the information for their payroll, and Amy acted as though nothing had happened, totally businesslike. This was indeed unlike any interview I'd ever been on for sure. I walked back home, half in a daze, wondering what the summer held for me. I was very grateful to have been given this job. A few hours later, an email with all the login instructions arrived, and a few hours later, I got my first call and spoke to a nice but slightly kinky middle-aged man and had my second orgasm of the day. Yes, this was going to be an interesting summer, indeed.